Welcome to Kingdom Minded Podcast with Ray Munoz. Welcome everybody to another episode of Kingdom Minded Podcast. It's me, Ray Munoz. Uh, so how's everybody's Pentecost Sunday going? Ours went uh, tremendously. Tremendously? Is that, is that a way to say it? Ours went great. Um, I was trying to be fancy. Sorry, guys. Um, it was a fantastic weekend. Very busy weekend. But nonetheless, fantastic. Um, we had outreach on Saturday. Powerful time on outreach. Uh, I had some people going with me on outreach to, on that day. And we really just got to minister to a lot of people that day um visiting some of the my regulars and um then sunday morning uh started off or i'm sorry let me go trail back saturday saturday night i had a setup that i had to do it's kind of one of those late night ones um and you know just getting everything ready for sunday because there's some stuff that i had to get done but i just didn't have time to i don't know if you guys have ever had that issue um but just trying to get stuff done because i had no other time that week to do it other than other than saturday night so it was a late night session at the church um fast forwarding back to sunday morning um we had uh we ran the buses that morning um was missing quite a few kids only had 11 people in total on my bus this morning so that was kind of low um but a lot of the family they had a birthday party and one of the grandparents were in town so that had a big thing to do with it but um the ones that came were faithful so um we had kids church in our room this Sunday, so that was so nice to be back in our own room, um, <laughs> controlling the service. Um, but it was a little bit different. A lot of the kids actually missed being inside the main church, which is great. Um, but we had service this morning, and if some of you guys saw the Instagram post, um, we did a skit called Satan Bite the Dust. Um, it's based off a song that's uh, by Carmen, old school stuff. So if you've never heard of Carmen, um his songs are very theatrical and they're songs um but they tell stories so we've used uh a few of those for our church um but satan bites the dust is always a favorite and it's been about maybe about two or three years since we've done it so definitely um had to bring it back today we did a little bit different last time we did it we did it with actual people dressed up as the characters um this time i did um poster board cutouts using just poster boards and a Sharpie marker, a big Sharpie marker, and I colored, drew out, so it looks like it's, you know, illuminating. It illuminates just the poster boards. So everything you paint black, you can draw out different designs. So use that, and it went pretty well. Um, you know, the kids really enjoyed it. Um, we had altar call, and the kids were praying. Um, Nobody got the Holy Ghost this morning, uh, which is kind of a bummer, but hey, you know, sometimes just how it happens, and we tried again tonight. Um, so tonight's service, we were actually pushing for two kids to really get the Holy Ghost, and they were almost there, but 
thank God that they went into the altar anyways. And so we had a blowout service, awesome service. One thing I really want to talk about um, before I get into the episode today is the consistency of outreach. Um, there is an elderly lady, uh, which I think I've mentioned this before in other episodes. She, I received her contact information about a little over a year ago. And I was notified that she had six kids at her house. So go there, come to find out they're not her kids, they're her grandkids. And she's elderly. So they were there, but they didn't want to go. Um, but I had her information. So I would just visit her every Saturday, just or every other Saturday or every Saturday I could. I guess I <laughs> don't want to put the numbers on it, but I'd visit her as much as I could because, you know, she, she liked me, you know, she called, she called me, calls me pastor, which obviously I'm not a pastor, but you know, the, uh, my pastors always said, you know, just, just let them to the, to you, they are, you are their pastor. Um, so I just, I just don't correct her. I just kind of leave it as that. And, um, so I go and visit her every Saturday, see how she's doing, you know, visit her, talk to her, pray for her. Um, you know, sometimes we'll, we'll have a prayer session in there and, you know, she's religious. And so I've always visited her and, you know, she's never been to our church and I would get calls from her like at night or something, you know, something happened in the family. She'd be like, I need you to pray. And I'd be like, I'm on it, sister. I'm going to pray. If you need anything, let me know. So we went and visited her this last week. And um, she was supposed to come to church the previous week. And I, and I called her that Sunday and she didn't go. So I was like, okay, well, this has happened before. Just going to keep going and visit her. So we went and visited her this Saturday. And then we were talking to her. And she told us that the reason she didn't go last Sunday is because she took a heart pill that she had. She took two of them on accident. So she had to go to the hospital. And I said, Doris, you should have let me know. You should have told me I could have got someone over there to pray for you. you know, but she's like, I know, Pastor. She's like, I, I just, I didn't. So I was just like, okay, well, I'm glad you're okay. And we prayed for her. And so then I said, you know, hey, you're going to come to church with us. And so she goes, yes, 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 I'm going to come. I wanted to go last week, but I, I messed up on that medicine and I didn't get to go. So I was like, okay. I'm, I went and visited her that morning. I knew she was going, going in the morning. She wasn't because she attends a church already. And so the Sunday night thing works for her because she can go to this church and then go to her, quote unquote, her church in the morning. And so I was like, okay. Well, I'll go visit her in the morning. And I, I had to give her something. And I gave her something. And she goes, I'm coming tonight. I was like, okay, I'll be here tonight. So I drove by that night and I was waiting. And I kind of had a little bit of doubt thinking she was going to be like, oh, I'm not going to go or not answer. But she was ready. She's like, I'm ready. So we got her out. She got on the bus and she came to church. And I was so excited to have her come. I was introducing her to everybody. This lady, just ladies, probably somewhere in her 70s. Um, has a life alert little button on her chest and has a walker and, you know, she's just older. And so, you know, my elder that right on the bus, um, as far as on riders, I always try to make them feel extra special because, you know, you don't know, you know, what they go through. They, they're very lonely sometimes. Some of them are. And so just to have a church that loves them and somebody that cares for them, that's not even their family is a huge deal. So 
she goes to church tonight and we get her in roll out the red carpet for her kind of thing and get her sitting in the church and i could just see her because i was sitting with the kids and she was sitting on the other side and she was just loving church and then so then i got her everybody that was on that was visiting her with me went and introduced themselves again told her hi they're so glad to see her she just you know she loved it so then we got in the car and i said doris how did you enjoy service and she said pastor i there's something about your church that's so different she said i could just feel the spirit of god in there and i was like well you know that's the kind of church we are we're, we're we're wanting, we want God's spirit in there and we're just pushing for it. And she goes, no, pastor. She goes, I just felt it. I just felt something different here. And I said, well, that's great. I'm glad you feel that. And so we were telling her, you know, it's the Holy Ghost. She goes, yeah, that's, that's what it is. And then she was so impressed by, cause we didn't really have preaching um, tonight and it was kind of a blowout service and we had preaching throughout the blowout. Um, but she said, I could not, she goes, I couldn't get I couldn't get past the fact that the man of God stopped and listened. She's like, I could see him listening to the voice of God. And she goes, Pastor, that's what I do when I pray. I pray and I'll listen to what God wants to tell me. And I was explaining to her that that's that's how we do. That's how we have church. Is we follow the Spirit of God, and we let God lead us, and not so much ours. And so she was so excited. And I was, and I said, you know, Doris, are you going to be coming back next Sunday? You want me to pick you up? She goes, Oh yes, I'm coming back next Sunday. So I'm excited that she wants to start making this her second church. Um, hopefully, in Jesus' name, it becomes her only church. Um, but I'm just excited that this woman has decided to make that choice to come and i thank god for you know for letting it happen in his time and you know when most people would give up because oh this lady doesn't go she's never been coming once you know it's that consistency of every day visiting these people and just showing them that you care showing them that you're there for them whether or not they ever ride your bus in your lifetime or not you have to care for these people in your neighborhoods you're never going to reach anybody without them knowing you care for them and um you know and so i had her tonight i had a young boy that had been trying to get on my bus he finally came he came all by himself his friends didn't come and he loved it and the best thing i could ever hear from a kid is can you drop me off last because i don't want to get off this bus and i had that this morning and i i just thank god for the great things he did today um you know just a praise report just and if anybody else is listening to it, this don't give up on them don't give up on these people that doors you're knocking and you're visiting and it seems like it's a waste of time it's not you're building relationships and just if we can get past the point of ride my bus or if we can get past the point of come to my church we want them there I want these people at my church every Sunday. That's why I've Saturday. That's why I visit them. I want them at our church, but I first want to let them know that I genuinely care about their soul. I genuinely care about their salvation. My church aside, I want to be Christ-like to you and minister to you. And you may never get them on your bus, but you may get a prayer session going on in their house. 
you may pray them through the Holy Ghost at their house. Don't be discouraged because they don't ride your bus. You should only be discouraged as if you're not connecting with them. And so just I wanted to push that little tidbit today um, because I'm excited that God is, you know, rewarding the labor. And, and I know that it's not, I'm not looking for any praise in this because I know it's God that does it. And I'm just so happy that God decided to use me to reach these people because I'm not worthy of it. I'm, I'm not worthy of God using me like this because I'm, I know who I am. I know what I've done, but God sees past that. And God says, you know what? You're a perfect vessel for me to use. And I just want to continue to be used by him. So that's what happened today. And it was just, it was fantastic. It was a fantastic Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, and it was really what it was about. Just people just coming and hearing this message about the Holy Ghost and hearing about a church that believes in the Holy Ghost and they got to experience it. And so it was just fantastic. Um, so I want to kind of just talk about this today or this little portion here, but thank you guys for all your faithful listening. I saw last episode just skyrocketed with a bunch of stuff. Um, with a bunch of people listening. So I'm really excited about everybody's kind of getting back on track after the little holiday kind of spiel. Um, but continue to like, continue to um, comment or rate on, you know, on whatever you're listening to Apple, Apple podcasts or Spotify or anchor, whatever, whatever you're listening to rate it, give me a rating, um, you know, and shoot me a message on Instagram. If you like something, if you have questions about anything, um, feel free to contact me. Don't don't be afraid. I'm, uh, I'll do my best to answer your questions if I have the answers. If not, then hey, let's try and find them out together. Um, but I'm really excited about this next episode. This next guest I have, I'm pretty sure I'll say this again, is a fantastic human being, a fantastic man of God. And I get to say this now because he's not on the phone with me and he's going to have to take the compliments. <laughs> And I'm the same way, so I, I know what he's going through. But I just want to say how much I admire his walk with God and what he's doing at his church and how their church operates. It's They're operating under the Spirit, um, and they're just doing a tremendous job, and they're definitely kingdom-minded people. Um, so enjoy this next part, guys, um, and here we go. Welcome, everybody. I have my guest today with me, uh, Brother James Wang from San Jose, California. Brother Wang, thank you for coming. Thank you for being on this podcast. Absolutely. Excited to be here, Brother Ray. Uh, why don't you uh, give yourself a little bit of an introduction? Tell us who you are. Um, obviously, we know where you're from and uh, what you do at your church. Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, by background, I've been doing children's ministry for a while. I actually uh, started teaching Sunday school when I was 14, so I'm going on about 25 years now of teaching Sunday school, and um, I currently am a children's pastor at First Church, so the teams I work with are the bus team, the Sunday school team, Kids Church, the auxiliary team that does our First Church Faithfuls program, and uh, just a lot of the other people that run different programs on the kids' side of the house. So all of that stuff is really under uh, the umbrella of the uh, children's ministry. And as the children's pastor, I 
get to work with all of them. <laughs> so oh, everything wow. from uh, bus team to kids music and everything in between. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And if you guys have not heard of First Church in San Jose, they have a awesome, awesome children's ministry program. Uh, you name it, you guys are all-stars at pretty much everything. Um, so definitely giving you guys kudos because you guys, we, I, we definitely look up to you guys and say, hey, one day we want to be where you guys are. So, you know, just wanted to say thank you guys for just doing what you do every Sunday. Um, you know, we, we <laughs> that that you is guys. really, yeah. No, um, That's yeah, very kind. That's very kind. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I um, would say the same for you guys. You know, Brother Ray, I would say I, I love getting to check out um, pictures. So please keep posting those of all the fun times you guys are doing, different skits and things with the black lights. I, 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 mutually, I, I think you guys are doing some great things there, too, that we love learning from. Thank you. Thank you. We steal from a lot of people, so. <laughs> but um Absolutely, you, right. you guys have a huge um bus ministry at your church. Um how many kids are you busing in every su- every Sunday? Uh, it varies. I mean, we have probably I would I don't know if I'd say it's huge. I'd say like probably, you know, 150 plus on campus on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So, just all depends, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, not, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, logistically, that's that's a huge. 150 kids is a is a big deal, and you guys aren't running buses anymore, correct? The vans, yeah, no, it's, yeah, uh, it's vans now. So. so that's a man. That's a fleet. Like your parking lot must look awesome as soon as you see all those all those blue um blue vans going out the parking lot and stuff like that. It's like the invasion of of San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's uh. Some of the areas are really close, and then others are further out. We're starting to expand out in other parts of the city. So uh, it's it's neat. Um, there's pros and cons to it. You know, a big bus, you can definitely, with one trip, haul a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. And back in the day, we used to have the really large, like, 48-passenger bus and, you know, and kind of a, a smaller bus. But uh, the downside was when you're trying to zip around these streets into – some of these side street areas, uh, you aren't going to be doing anything fancy with those things. Yeah. You can be a whole lot more nimble with the van, you know. Mm-hmm. We're liking it. Yeah. I know, I know for sure we're, like, even our church is looking into getting another van um, for, because we, sometimes we don't always need to take the bus out for, maybe we might be doing something smaller and, you know, mm-hmm. we need another smaller vehicle, but not necessarily a car. So, mm-hmm. A van is something that we're looking into to taking smaller groups or, you know, if, if one of the buses yeah. happen to be down, we can take one of those, um, you know, because buses break down and people break into <laughs> them. And <laughs> I don't know if you guys have that yeah. problem over in San Jose with people breaking and taking your gas and, you know, it, just... it's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, right? Hard to be immune from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. I was just wondering maybe if you guys are, you had a, you know, team of Rottweilers you keep by the buses or something or the vans. <laughs> but over here, it's like, <laughs> man, I just was talking to my friend, um, brother Travis McCarthy from Ukaipa Church. And um, he was telling me, he sent me a picture Saturday of two holes that someone drilled into their gas tank and their van. And he's just like, yeah, this is the devil's really mad. 
know, it's like, wow. You know, but, you yeah. know, yeah, it happens everywhere, apparently. <laughs> Keeps it exciting. <laughs> yeah. So um, you have a program, and it's kind of like the meat of what I want to talk about today. Um, okay. Can you explain to us what this program is? Yeah, sure. So um, we have a program called Trawler, and uh, you can find out more about it at trawlerapp.com, T-R-A-W-L-E-R, app, A-P-P.com. And uh, the the function of it is really to be able to help teams be able to keep track of, for example, specifically made for bus and children's ministry in general with Sunday school and, and being able to have that information really shared amongst the teams. And its focus is to be able to help people go from finding somebody on the street and being able to add their contact info and then be able to take them from a lead to adding them onto your roster and be able to take attendance on them and then having an easy process across your groups. Say, for example, you run a route and it's Thursday and you want to do follow-up for the kids on your route that you could easily flip through over into your group and see, hey, these are the kids that didn't come. I'm going to go ahead and touch the phone number and it's going to put the number into my dial pad so that I can be able to follow up or I can text. And the whole idea was, uh, you know, my own team, whenever they were doing follow-ups midweek, they'd be trying to save numbers on their phone. Some of them were organizing and <laughs> had spreadsheets and other things like that, but nobody had kind of a consistent structure. And uh, that's, to me, that's really the meat and potatoes, you know, where if, if you don't have a, a good way to be able to follow up, that whole concept of trawler is really, um, you know, bringing nets together. So instead of trying to fish one by one, that really it's teams bringing nets together to bring in more fish together, right? Um, so uh, actually the, the idea originally came kind of like uh, really inspired by listening to somebody who was talking about a dream they had that in the Bay Area that uh, they saw all the churches in the Bay Area like big trawler boats and that they were all connected by these nets and working together were bringing in this massive harvest of fish right? and just that image just really stuck with me so uh when when I got to the point of feeling like, hey, you know, we've tried a lot of different ways of being able to organize information, that uh, this concept of being able to help people bring in more together, you know, where every person represents kind of like the threads of the net and weaved together, that's how we hold, you know, more people in the ministry, right? More of these kids because it's Sunday school teachers using that information and following up and it's bus workers following up with the same kids and it's other people that might be part of the First Church Faithfuls program or other programs that are also following up with these kids so that nobody's a number. You know, everybody is so known, right? And it what makes it harder for somebody to ever be convinced that they're just a number. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the idea behind it. Awesome. 
And <clears throat> so I know, I, I think I might have I overheard one time you were explaining this to a group of people. And really, I think, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, it kind of burst out of like, I was tired of using five different spreadsheets, <laughs> you know, kind of connect yeah. everything. Because when you said that, like people are keeping it on their phones, they're keeping contact in a spreadsheet. I'm the guy who keeps yeah. everything on my phone, <laughs> you know. I have I have yep. note I have all in a notepad on my notepad and I have a list of everybody that I've ever contacted that's ever been interested in attending our church on a bus and I go yeah. through every Saturday I go through that list and some of them are old contacts some of them they have probably moved and they don't even they don't even live in the same place anymore you know um yeah but definitely like what you're explaining is something that I think is extremely needed it's almost in a way like it kind of reminds me of like sales in a way and i'm not trying to like mm-hmm. put it in a negative oh. way but like it's a positive way like you know like sales people they're constantly chasing their leads and making sure that they're keeping contact and because that's their bread and butter yep yeah yeah so i i totally agree with you you know a, a lot of that is definitely a borrowed concept where you know i've worked with some great sales systems and um, I felt like that it, there needed to be something else other than a contact because in other systems that I've used to manage ministries, the, the problem I found was if you don't have something other than a contact, you kind of feel like you're stuck between two alternatives that you don't really like. You know, you either you don't put people into the system until you know that you know that you know that they're really going to show up. Mm-hmm. Or you put a bunch of people into the system and you're constantly sitting there trying to clean out your info because there's a bunch of stuff that never actually became somebody who showed up on your roster and was part of your attendance. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they, we, we very much really did that where, uh, you know, speaking of, there's another challenge that uh, was near and dear to my heart for us to solve that we have solved, which is when you have a lot of people that you're regularly bringing in and there's new people. Uh, you wish everybody would stick, but not everybody does. It's great that people check it out, but you, you have to kind of do this regular maintenance of your roster. And the way we used to do it was we would take and we would export out into Excel all of the attendance data. And then we would sort and figure out who are the people who haven't been here in, let's say, three months, right? Mm-hmm. So each quarter, uh, we do that across every Sunday school classroom if we felt diligent enough. Uh, definitely wanted to do that on, on the bus routes. And then go into the system and sit there and remove those people from their group. And then in another group, which we'd call a snooze group, a ZZZ group, mm-hmm. we would add them into there. And so... That was such a common process that in Trawler, you can actually say, hey, you know, um, we snooze for this group every 12 weeks, you know, so you click a button and it would actually show you all the people in the group who have not attended in over 12 weeks. Oh, and then wow. you can select and say, okay, you know, I want to take all these and I want to actually put them in the snooze group. Because what's good about that is uh, we wanted to be able to make sure to optimize so that on Sunday morning, when you're trying to do your attendance, it's the highest probability that it's actually the people that you'd be doing attendance for. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, on the flip side, yeah, you want a way to make sure that when you're doing follow-ups for big events, you know, like big bashes or VBS or other things like that, that there's an easy way to go back and be like, hey, I want to get a list of all the kids on Route 1 that haven't been here in a while, right? All the people on this news list along with my actives. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how we were setting that up. Wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's tremendous. Like, just thinking about how much easier it would make ministry, <laughs> you know, having having <laughs> a system that does all that for you. You know, so it's like, for me, it's like I have, I check everybody in on just on my phone, and then I have someone else in Sunday school taking attendance, so we're doubling up on data. And then we have to give it to the church, and they're manually inputting that, you know, because we're not using yeah. – the servant keeper we're using that right now and it's and it's it's can it it works but it's not necessarily user friendly for us or for people mm-hmm. who have never been in it i guess i should say um for someone like me who's not always in it you know the church office staff is always in it it's probably a breeze for them because they've had training on it but for me someone like me i'm just mm-hmm. like how do i input them in then i have to add them to a family you know and it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. So could you walk me through, like, let's say there's a new kid that you meet, let's say from the beginning yeah. almost to the kind of like the, once they're in your database kind of step. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. So um, well, let's say you and me are outreaching together, right? So we're on the street and we're knocking doors and we meet uh, a, a new person and we're talking. I'm just going to make up uh, – a name like like Naomi Tran, right? So uh, because I have no, I have, I don't know a Naomi Tran, so that's a good one, right? So um, let's say we meet Naomi and we knock the door. We're telling her and her family about Sunday school, and she is jazzed, and we're getting ready to fill out a consent form, right? Have uh, her give us the information and fill out the rest of the info. And we take that, and what would happen is. In the system, what we do is, let's say we're on um, Nottingham, right? So uh, for for us, we go ahead and organize. So if you looked in the system, you'd see there's a group called Nottingham, because that's your street. And there, uh, for Naomi, we'd go ahead and we'd click over to the leads inside the group, and we'd click the add, and you'd start filling out info on your phone, uh, for Naomi's info, and uh, the process would be okay. You, know, you have the physical form that is the consent form filled out. Take that information, punch it in so it's a lead, so you can have the name, the address, the phone number, pertinent information, so that you can be able to get in touch with them and be aware of that. Something that I'll throw out that it, it maybe it sounds kind of silly, but uh, I know what it means to me, and maybe this means something to other people too, but the thing that would drive me nuts uh, was I would need to export out information and then resort. And my only problem was the way that systems normally save addresses, I wouldn't be able to easily sort street info. Mm-hmm. So the way Trawler actually saves street data is, you put in the street number, then 
in a separate field, you put in the street name, and then in a separate field, you put in the like, you know, unit number. So that uh-huh. when you pull it out, you can sort by street and then sort by street number and then sort by street uh, by apartment unit. You know, instead of it um, clumping, instead of it clumping all in one field. Oh man, my I mean, like you know, over the last decade, my Excel Kung Fu is very strong right now. You know, at this point, <laughs> with being able to do things where it's like, I, I mean, like if you could see a montage of like the last decade of my life, where it'd be like <laughs> two in the morning, and I'm 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 honestly like sitting there sorting Sunday school data in Excel. You know, and oh, the wow. sweet glow of the monitors on my face. My wife is throwing a pillow at me, telling me to go to sleep. You know, it, but I, I just would be obsessed. I and mean, you know, but yeah. if I can just sort this one more time, you know, then a Sunday school teacher would know who to follow up with. If I could just do one more sort, you know, and wow. it was just all kinds of stuff like that where uh, it, it's like, okay, well, for this street, I'm going to color it red, and I'm going to color this one green, I'm going to color this one yellow just so that I could sort by color and then try to sort by number and stuff like that. And so uh, what I'm saying is fundamentally, those are some of the things that uh, I would say make the system a little different Mm -hmm. from things like the the way that addresses are saved to what you were talking about a minute ago, where for us, for a long time, a major, major struggle we had was Every single quarter, uh, when we'd want to understand who our most faithful kids were, what would happen is we would extract information from our old system, and it would give us the Sunday school attendance, and then we would extract the bus attendance. But there were two separate attendances that we had to merge into one spreadsheet, remove all the duplicates, and try to find anywhere where if there was a conflict, we would take whichever number was higher for a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, it was arduous, <laughs> you know, what people hated. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was just uh, basically, uh, you know, a VBS ago. And something just kind of broke in me. <laughs> That's it. We're solving <laughs> this problem. That's it. Uh, because I was really challenged with trying to organize the data to be able to mobilize people. Mm-hmm. Through VBS outreach, and it, it just was too much, you know. Um, so uh, it was it was a long decade after that. I'm like, no, no more, no more. <laughs> so that's what kind of got the the ball rolling you know, with the stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so back to Naomi, Naomi Tran, right? So mm-hmm. we got Naomi Tran. She's in the group as a lead, and uh, so that's Saturday. And we got our information in there. We do the rest of outreach and maybe we pop in a couple more kids and we're all set. Mm-hmm. When it comes time to follow up the next day for pickup, because she said she wanted to come on the bus. When we get to her door, uh, she does indeed show up and she hops on the bus. It's a really simple process. You actually go over to the tab that is your leads for Nottingham and you would go ahead and convert that person to a contact. Mm-hmm. And now they're part of your roster. And that you just literally in the attendance tab, just start clicking uh, next to their name and marking checkboxes. So uh-huh. uh, the kind of the weird thing that 
used to trip up my team in our old system was if you didn't save the attendance, you mm-hmm. didn't save. <laughs> and, oh, wow. you know, like we'd have these, uh, we'd have these standoffs with like, I'm telling you, I ran a report. There is no information saying that it's impossible that you had zero people in your classroom. I didn't, but I recorded it. I'm telling you, I recorded <laughs> And what would happen is they didn't click save, you know, mm. and it, it would just infuriate everybody. Um, weirder yet, it'd be weird stuff like uh, for our VBS, what would happen is we would get these huge influx of new kids, and also, you know, there'd be one line for new kids, well, uh, you know, at, and then maybe two or three lines where it's kids that are already pre-registered. Mm-hmm. People are trying to mark the attendance and everything else, and the way the old system was architected, uh, you couldn't really do attendance simultaneously because it would overwrite over each other. So we found that out the hard way. You know, we tried to have two or three people doing attendance at the same time. So one person started at the bottom, another person started in the middle, another person started at the top. And uh, let's say the person that started at the bottom was the one that saved the last. All you would get is attendance from the bottom and it would blow away everything from the middle and the top. And trust me, um, we were really thankful that we saved everything in Excel. <laughs> um, but, but man, that, that made people want to just like, you know, smash canopies over their head, right? Like, it's just like, you gotta be kidding me. And so, um, yeah, <laughs> we've had some very interesting uh, experiences in adventures in data. So, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I can only imagine yeah. <laughs> losing all that data. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like taking the story the rest of the way, as you were mentioning, right? Like, so um, exciting situation. Naomi rode on the van and she came to Sunday school. What would happen is you'd be able to go ahead, convert that lead into a contact uh, for the bus. You'd be able to go ahead and check them into Nottingham really easily. Uh, You could take a picture of Naomi and also you could take a picture of her consent form and attach mm-hmm. it as a note onto her person record. And oh, then wow. when she gets to the church, what would happen is, uh, you know, a badge could be made for her where you just put a sticker with Naomi Tran so that it's spelled exactly the way it's spelled in the system. So when she gets to class, in our structure, uh, our classrooms are broken up into different teams. So for example, primary soldiers, uh, they have three crews, and each crew holds about like you know, ten kids, right? And so, that's uh, a neat structure from a scalability perspective. You know, if we start to have more than you know thirty-five kids, we'll break out some of the kids into a fourth crew, you know, and just pull on another crew leader. Yeah. And so that's how we organize. Where when the kid gets to class the teacher would assign Naomi to a crew and that crew leader would also hop in a trawler and then be able to add that person into the group, just basically uh, in the field. Uh, you'd be able to type in Naomi's name and uh, it would either a pop up because she's already been added into the system in this case, five plus mm-hmm. worker or B she doesn't exist in the system and you need to add her. And then right there in that area, you could just, click create new and then fill out a person record for Naomi. Because if she were a church kid, 
then you could just go ahead and do that there, you know, the where the Sunday school teachers would actually be the ones to do that process. Gotcha. So she'd already be checked in if she was riding on the bus before, she, if she was included into a, a group, correct? Exactly. Right. Oh, wow. So for the Sunday school teachers, then the hip thing there is their job is to first verify for all the kids that are checked in that they see them in the group. Mm -hmm. And the way that we like to break it down is to kind of, you know, democratize attendance, right, where it's not one person having to check in 150 kids into mm -hmm. a system. It's everybody taking attendance in little chunks, right, and then it all aggregates. So, like, the nice thing for me, uh, a few weeks back I was on vacation, so, you know, I'm with my family at Legoland, and uh, uh, Monday morning, you know, I'm thinking, oh, hey, cool, I'm, I'm sure everything went great. And then Monday afternoon, uh, email comes in, and there's a PDF and an Excel sheet that has all the numbers for bus, and then another email that has all the numbers for Sunday school. And it was wow. broken down, um, like whole ministry, this many kids, and then in this age band of two through five, this many kids, this class. Each class, each group had how many, and it kind of like is a roll-up set of numbers. Mm -hmm. um, so it's pretty neat. You know, I can see that stuff by a report or dashboard or other things like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. So is that break it, broken down just by just raw data, or is it like graphed, or does it come in graphs, or both? Like pie chart? Both. both? Oh, wow. Yeah, so, um, so like one of the things uh, I, I personally like doing is there's a report, there's a dashboard element that you can pop on, and it's customizable. So you can really customize your dashboard if you please. Like my personal favorite mix is I like to have one dashboard widget that's for birthdays. And for me, I want to know the birthdays of sometimes I have it for all of Sunday school, sometimes I have it for all of bus, sometimes I have it just for faithful. And it's a 14-day rolling list of all the kids that have upcoming birthdays. Mm -hmm. And so I'll see their picture and their name record and, you know, if I want to, I can drill in and find out more about them um, so we can recognize them. So I, I really like the birthday element. Uh, another one I like is uh, the, it's, it's, a, it's called a one-level down report. Mm -hmm. What that means is this. Let's say, whether you wanted to be able to run, uh, have the dashboard regularly show you, your total bus attendance, and then also trend lines that show you bus attendance by routes, mm -hmm. uh, you'd be able to do that, right? Where that's exactly what that uh, graph is built for. And it's interactive. So what you could say is, hey, I actually want to click off the total bus attendance, and I want to be able to see route by route comparison. And then maybe out of four routes, you only want to see two of them compared to each other. You could turn off those elements. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interactive, right? So I've got dashboards where it's letting me easily compare route to route on bus, letting me compare class to class for Sunday school. So it's, it's, uh, it's neat, you know, how that works. Um, I, I like that element a lot. And, uh, there's, there's another one that uh, I appreciate. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but for me, something I used to regularly 
put together in a spreadsheet uh, that was kind of you know interesting from a formulas perspective would be I would export out let's say okay so you know it's perfect right now we're in June so uh, what I would do is I would if I were still doing it manually export out May's attendance info and then uh, April attendance info and what I do is I would go ahead and I would do a, a count if so that I could figure out how many kids came four times, how many kids came three times, how many kids came two times, how many kids came only once. And I'd do mm-hmm. that for both of the months. And then I'd run a side-by-side comparison where I would compare May versus April by subtracting April from May, right? Mm-hmm. So if the number of kids that came four times was higher in May, high five, that's a very good thing. You know, that means yeah. that more kids that are, that are becoming faithful, right? And the name of the game is just trying to get the, the threes and fours numbers higher and in the green. So there's actually a dashboard element that does that for you automatically every month, right? When you roll into the new month, it's going to automatically calculate that out for the prior months. Um, so right now it automatically calculates out April and May for me, right? So I can be able to see and uh, negative is red, positive is green. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome because that helps, that would help us like knowing who to, who to focus on a little bit more, you know, if they're not being as faithful or, you know, that's a, wow, mm-hmm. that's an awesome feature. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, like for me, um, there's different things that can happen when you start really diving into data. Um, I joke around about this, that, uh, I like my data, like my bread, um, and that's fresh, you know, mm-hmm. it's nothing worse than stale bread, you know, <laughs> like hard as a rock. What are you doing? Breaking teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with data. Uh, you sit there and you have really old attendance records that you're analyzing, um, mm-hmm. What's the point? You know, it's already too late. You can sit there and send a, uh, a postcard to a kid and they already came back. And you're <laughs> like, man, this is so much, you know, haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, uh, wow, way to be clueless, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but if the date is fresh and you're acting on it very quickly, um, it, it ends up being very powerful. Wow. So uh, the, the, I, I guess for me, my big focus Uh, just kind of looking back at my experience over the last decade. Like the big thing is uh, I have a strong conviction that if you know how to use data right and information right, uh, you can organize it in a way that you can get the insights so that people can focus on relationship, right, instead of the data. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just just the pain of being able to extract that information. Yeah. that's what we I, try to get trawlers to do. Wow. And I, and I, and I, like, I love hearing all this stuff that trawlers is able to do because, like, I'm the type of person, I hate inputting data. I hate it. I love the results of it. <laughs> like, all the stuff that you're telling me that I can see, I love it. I just yeah. don't like the work behind mm-hmm. it. And from what it sounds okay. like, especially that it's, that everybody's able to do it, that to me, that's where I fail, and that's where I'm trying to work at as a leader. Is that I I don't want to put this data in, but I know how important it is. Yeah. So, 
you know, I usually delegate it to somebody that I know I can trust to do it. Um, but yeah. the fact that everybody's yeah. able to get into it and take care of it at some capacity, just like, just give me the information when it's in, and it's already there on my phone. I don't even have to ask anybody for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, right. Fast forward, uh, four years from now, you know, mm-hmm. that, that girl, Naomi, in our example here, she could be, um, in, have gone through two other classes by that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, depending, like for us, we break down, uh, you know, two and three-year-olds is one class, four and five-year-olds is another class. And as they get older, they split into boy-girl classes, like that type of stuff. And um, what's nice is, just like you're saying, a, a big thing for me is how can you create cohesion uh, between what you learn about kids and being able to make it easy for that to be accessible to all the people that that would matter to and working with them. Mm-hmm. So, um like what you can do is uh, I'd always had this dream where I, you know, I, I haven't really got everybody to execute on this, but the system can do it, which is I always wanted to make sure that for a Sunday school teacher, when you're walking in a kid's church, that you could actually look at your group. And I always wanted a way where somebody could hand me a paper that would show me all the kids that didn't have the Holy Ghost. So I knew exactly which kids don't have the Holy Ghost, and I could, you know, be aware of that, right, when it comes all to call time. And wow. so you can actually do that in Trawler. Uh, you can set up whatever core milestones you want. Mm-hmm. Typical, if you're apostolic, right, would be. Uh, so it's not even. So it's not even. When they got the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But so you, you're telling me that I can no. add different milestones in there. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's like uh, maybe not everybody cares about uh, like having a kid's Bible study, right? Or a Bible study mm-hmm. as a milestone, or maybe they have you know faithfuls as a milestone, and then somebody else doesn't, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, you can be able to set up your custom milestones, and then what would happen is when you go into your group, then you can, like for example, this was kind of a fun experience for me uh, after one of the little girls got baptized, uh, I had trawler open. And I just clicked, and it defaults to the day you're at and records that she she got baptized. And so what's nice about that is when the teacher looks, the teacher would be able to see, oh, cool, this girl got baptized. When Mm -hmm. a bus worker working with that girl looks on their group records, oh, cool, this girl got baptized. And everybody's Mm -hmm. sharing that information. So whoever finds out first and records it helps everybody. You know, and that's, that's always been a big thing for me because, man, I've tried all kinds of stuff with trying to, you know, get everybody to use Google Docs or something else or, mm-hmm. you know, versioning problems with Excel or other <laughs> things like that. Yeah. Um, but the big thing is, like, a lot of this stuff is interlinked and alive, right? Like, it's like, okay, cool. You know, I see that this is somebody who is baptized but doesn't have the Holy Ghost yet or they don't have either, um, you know, and, uh, like those type of things that you can record and sort. I want to see all the kids that are in my crew that mm-hmm. are not baptized or are baptized, you know, because yeah. you might want another reverse to who all the kids that are baptized, because then we can have them talk to the other kids about what the experience is like, right? Like how exciting it was for them. Or mm-hmm. vice versa. Who are all the kids in my group right now that have the Holy Ghost? And I want them to testify about what it's like to get the Holy Ghost to my group. That type of thing. Wow. So, uh, 
yeah, so it's it's all kind of interlinked in that fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, now can can you input um, discipline? A little, I'm tongue tied here. Discipline actions that have been taken into there. You could, you could. Um, so back to back to our gal Naomi over here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, let's say um, let's say Naomi's favorite snack is hot Cheetos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but she actually, you know, let's say she loves Cheetos, but she hates hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Um, in the notes for her record, you could actually put that in. You know, let's say, uh, you know, four years ago, somebody put that record in. When she mm-hmm. comes into your class, you could actually learn about Naomi where you look in the notes area and you see, okay, cool. Naomi loves Cheetos. She just hates hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. FYI, good to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, the system also keeps info on allergies, mm-hmm. but likes and dislikes and, you know, disciplinary reprimands or other things like that. Or it's like, yeah, Naomi has a habit of throwing stones and large objects at people's heads, you know, like things mm-hmm. like that. Like you could be able to save that. People have an FYI, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I wish that were hypothetical. <laughs> I really wish that were hypothetical. My kids doing wild things like that, right? But, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Wow, that, I mean, this is this is. I think this is. It's so necessary for for the church, and and you know, it's funny because I heard my pastor say this um, on Sunday. He was talking about, you know, because we have we're starting to move everything over to codes in the church. Like you need a code mm-hmm. to get into any room you need to get into, you know. And he was saying, yeah. you know, he goes, I want to make ministry easier for you so you can focus yeah. on the important things in your ministry. Yeah. And and I think that you really hit the nail with the hammer here and <laughs> or the hammer. Yeah. And that, you know, you you're making it. You've made it away after all the stuff you've learned, you know, you're making, finding a way to make it easier for churches to keep track of people, to keep track of kids so that we're more effective because you obviously guys do a tremendous job of retaining kids. Like your faithful writers um, program that you guys have has, has pushed so many people that I've talked to. I, I was even talking to brother Uzzle, uh, quite a, a couple months ago, and he was telling me that he saw you guys do that, and then, you know, Brother Booker's church does that, and and then we recently started, you know, like pushing that because it's like we want, you know, like what you guys are doing, how many kids you're retaining, even like your guys' next level program too, like all that stuff. Like we're just like, wow, like this is what this is what we're missing. We want to jump on this on this boat, you know, and. You know, just this program here, I think I, I really, I really am excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed by it, you know. Um, That's very kind. But I, yeah. And I, I will say for Brother Dwayne and, and, you know, same thing as I mentioned with you and, and definitely with, with Brother Philip Booker and, you know, also like Tyler Hodge as well, uh, I – I have readily borrowed many ideas from them and, and them the same. And I think that's the way it should be. You know, like a big thing for me is that uh, many of the times that we've talked and laughed about things and we share stories about stuff that went great and stuff that went not so great. 
especially with those guys, I feel like we all kind of have like a similar view and I, and I can tell you're that way too, where it's like, Hey, you know, um, it's, it's always fun to, uh, give credit where credit's due and everything, but really at the end of the day, you know, um, if there's some idea that you see us do up here, it'll be fresh and new for your kids. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, your revival doesn't take away from mine, right? Like oh, you yeah. start knocking it out of the park and, and you fill buses and buses of kids that doesn't do anything plus or minus to San Jose. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's, there's no, there's no net detriment. There's only benefit, you know, from people having yeah. to swap and more ideas with each other. Yeah. And so uh, I did want to kind of talk to you about your, your next level program. Um, like do you guys, how long have you guys been doing that? Um, man, uh, which part are you talking about? Just to make sure I have, um, like, um, referencing what you're talking about. And if I'm if I'm incorrect, then please tell me because I'm trying to make sure I got this right. But like, you do you guys have a program where kids come on Sunday night? Correct. Oh no, we don't. Um, okay. We, I mean, it, it's more ad hoc. I would actually say uh, kudos to. I know Brother Uzzle does some really cool stuff with that because we we talked about that before, mm-hmm. and I think Brother Booker does too. Okay. We, you know, we definitely have kids that come. Um, I feel like they are actually more mature in some of those programs than we are here, mm-hmm. very straightforwardly. Um, but we have a similar philosophy with uh, the First Church Faithful stuff because, like, a big thing for us is uh, trying to figure out, hey, who are the kids that we can plug in and use for different things? And mm-hmm. so we try to use kids in kids' church and, and uh, other activities. Uh when we get the chance. So. Okay. And well, maybe it was I was confusing it with the. Uh, I know you guys have your faithful writers thing, which you guys yeah. do huge. Like, how does that work with your faithful writers program? Yeah. Um, so it is that is purely calculated by just simple attendance. So uh, I'll throw out a couple things. I mean, our our structure of uh, incentives for retention are that on a monthly basis, we have the Sunday school store and mm-hmm. it's set up in our gym and kids can shop and it's based off of their attendance. So you come you know, four weeks straight, you get 400 bucks to spend, right? 300 if you were there three weeks, two, two for two weeks, et cetera, right? And um, so kids get to shop there and that's an incentive that happens monthly. Mm-hmm. And on a quarterly basis, we calculate out who uh, who missed two or less Sundays in a quarter. And mm-hmm. if you were, you know, faithful to that level or more, you're eligible to go on the trip. And so then we send out the invites. And uh, if it's your first time being faithful, uh, we we get you a shirt. So our shirt says First Church Faithful is on the front and the back says Follow Me. I know where I'm going. And so the kids get a real kick out of it. It's actually the same color as the Blue Bomber shirts. So mm-hmm. some kids actually call them the Blue Bomber shirts. I know my kids are like, oh, I've got my Blue Bomber shirt on. You know, so they, they really identify with that and get really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like my kids, they, they really like wearing that out when they come out on outreach, you know, they, because they, it makes them feel like part of the team. Yeah. So, uh, 
I don't clarify. It's like, actually, it's a faithful shirt. It's not a faithful shirt. But, you know, but yeah. hey, like it, I, I love it. I think it's great. So. And so after they come for like a certain, obviously, like you said, they miss less than two Sundays um, in that mm-hmm. quarter. So then you guys take a trip. And I know like you guys did like a trampoline park one day um, <laughs> or one time. And um, yeah. I think you guys went to some park with what they had trains or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So a couple of the trips have gone on. Uh, it, it's helpful as ideas, you know, we've done, we did a park trip recently. Yeah. It was like a kind of like a big picnic. There was a bunch of tables. Uh, kids did a big scavenger hunt and there happened to be a train ride where uh, we, we took them all on the, the train that went around the park. So the kids mm-hmm. got a real kick out of that. And, uh, and I just hung out and wrapped up the day. Uh, the next trip that we're doing in the next couple of weeks is going to be at Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk over here. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, the promo is that if you bring, a, I think it's a Pepsi can, you can actually, I can't remember if it's like 12 bucks, you can ride unlimited rides until the park closes. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like all these amusement park rides. So that's a huge hit every year with the kids. Uh, we we load them in the vans and we head over to Santa Cruz. Uh, we, we've done a couple variations on Christmas. We've done the Christmas parties. We take the kids out caroling, uh, you know, things like that. Um, we've also, like you were mentioning, gone to big trampoline parks. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun too. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. yeah, stuff like that. It was funny because you guys did that trampoline park when you guys did that a while back ago. And I, I told, I told my staff, I said, you know, we're going to do a, we do a, we try to do a quarterly uh, fellowship, you know, with all the staff um, just to kind of mm-hmm. keep us together. And we went to a trampoline park because you guys went to one. <laughs> Man, <laughs> it was, it was a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. It's just, you know, a bunch of adults trying to do backflips and stuff. And yeah, people were getting hurt and it was funny though. <laughs> Oh man, those kids were working us, man. Yeah, <laughs> so all the chaperones were were definitely aching the next day because they're just like kids are jumping all around like crazy and everything. And you're trying to keep up with them, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh man, well, brother James, I just want to just thank you again for um, allowing me to just spend some time with you, talking to you about this. Um, I do. Uh, so obviously, this 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 cannot be free. I know it can't because there's no way that this amount of work that you put in can just, I mean, you, you're, you're not Steve Jobs. You're not sending out free stuff like this, but obviously people are probably going to want to know where can they get information on how to sign up for this? And um, is it a subscription or how does this work? Yes. Right. It is a subscription right now. We're, you know, we're in closed beta phase where it's a wait list. Uh, to get on, and we'll we'll be slowly onboarding more and more people. But subscription-wise, it works where it's you know we've got different levels. That my thought is that hey, like we want to kind of peg it around what uh, a lot of other services are, really purely for the purpose of uh, you know just in my mind I. I don't see trawler being something where uh, it's it's something that's gonna you know uh, just be this gold mine. That's really not the focus of it. 
for at least for me, I know, you know, like my specific thought on it is it needs to, it just, its main objective is to be able to make it so that development can be fueled indefinitely. Because I'll give you one quick example of one of the things that we're going to be tackling uh, in the next month or so, which is, I don't know if you do this, but uh, for my team, you know, we do these evals on a monthly basis. We'll like, uh, have like, bus team members, for example, do it. Hey, on your street, what was your high for number of kids you had? What was your low? Uh, how many doors did you knock? You know, mm. did you pray at the church? Like things like that. And it's just like this survey and it's, uh, you know, by group, right? So we're actually going to have this capability where you could build surveys by group and then be able to track those and those things digitally. Mm-hmm. Right now we're doing it by paper. <laughs> you know, same yeah. thing as it's living in Google Docs right now um, and paper here and there everywhere. Uh, yeah. So, you know, like if you're somebody who has about a, a 150 kids, it's, uh, it's $39 per month. And oh, there's wow. like a lower tier and there's some other higher tiers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But basically for 10 bucks per month, you know, 10 bucks a week, you would be able to get, uh, you know, report data straight to your inbox. Everybody be able to share the information, all that type of stuff. It's like a workflows uh, as part of the process. Uh, mm-hmm. but the people who are hopping on early actually as part of the closed beta, one, uh, we're not charging right now during this process. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll really help people, you know, like get a good understanding of it as we build out everything else out. We've yeah. been using it on my team for quite quite a while now, you know, so it's it's neat. It's really exciting for me personally to be able to see when I flick on, um, you know, the, the longest range of dashboard data mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, I can see the graph populate an entire year, right? You know, so um, mm-hmm. it's really neat to be able to see those blips and points all the way through. But, uh, you know, in the closed data phase, it's helping everybody onboard where there's a lot of different resources and videos and things like that that mm-hmm. are there and are going to continue to be populated out. But that's the overall structure. Wow. And, and for you guys that are listening, that – Price that he gave you right now is a steal. <laughs> if you know anything about these programs, they are very expensive. And I, I mean, I was really expecting a higher number from, you know, but like, but if, if you know anything about like trying to make sure that you're trying to grow your church and to grow your outreach and bus ministry, that investment, and, and I say that word very strongly, that investment is so important. And that's something that you do want to spend money on. And to hear that that baseline price right there is there, that's, man, man, by the way. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to encourage people, like, that is really, like, think of your, trying to think of it almost as your, your uh, you know, Apple Music subscription. Like, it's nothing to invest into your, to your ministry like that. Like, wow, that's incredible. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry for making you feel uncomfortable, but I'm I'm very excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, appreciate the passion. Yeah, absolutely. I um that's what's had us working on it. Um uh, all we want is to, you know, if anything, like, half the fun is getting to work with other churches that uh, you know, appreciate that type of stuff. 
mm-hmm. you know, and have that same kind of vision. So that's what we do. And so um, what's the website again? So that way they're able to go to that just in case they didn't pay attention in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's uh, trawlerapp.com, T-R-A-W-L-E-R-A-P-P.com. Awesome. Well, Brother Wang, I just want to thank you again so much for taking the time to talk to us about this. Um, I'll be praying for you guys and praying for this this program to really just take off. And I believe that you got a tool here that's going to help um, not only the, the the apostolic movement of God, but even other churches um, just really just step up their bus ministry. And you know, God's going to use this tool that you've created to just you know. People souls. You just think of that. Just the amount of yeah. souls that are going to come out of this is going to be that number. You're obviously going to be able to see it, you know. <laughs> but it's, you know, but it's but it's awesome. Yeah. Like you know, just being able to think about the the the, the you know all the fruits of this labor is what it's going to bring to the movement of the kingdom. And um, I'm just excited about it. And thank you so much, Brother Wang. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening, and remember, stay kingdom-minded.